0: What's up everybody and welcome back to episode number 22 of the Home Mat Advantage Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Jacob Hugley and I am joined again for this next episode as the one before uh, with Jude Swisher and Seth Gross, Jack Mueller and Earl of the Open Mat. Um, we again, like stated before in the last episode, we actually made episodes 21 and 22 as one giant episode. Realized that it was just way too long, so we split it down into two episodes. You know, more flags, more fun. It it, it all works out. You still get to hear it in the end. Um, but hopefully, you guys listened to episode 21, so you have figured out that 2005 moved on, and we are about to jump into the next duel between. Uh, The next two teams 2015 is our eight seed and 20 uh, 2006 is our nine seed and so we're about to figure out who is going to move on to wrestle the number one team in the bracket and I'm just gonna go ahead and get into it without further ado Check out the rest of the episode and I hope you enjoy it. Our next Our next one is going to be number eight 2015 uh, versus number nine 2006 um so as i go through and, and get rid of these these check marks and what are and these such,
1: uh, what are these little hearts hearts you got um,
0: there, the hearts are bonus oh points um
1: oh. but
0: oh. <laughs> as i've gotten rid of all of that stuff um let's go ahead and dive into it 2015 uh is actually jude's team and Jude wasn't on the call when we decided who got which teams, uh, so I just want to let him know that when we decided which team to give Jude, we looked back and we're like, "All right, we got to give Jude one of these more recent teams." Uh, um, but I
1: know why you gave me We
0: know years. that Jude's a gigantic <laughs> Penn State fan, and so what's the only year Penn State has not won a national title in the last like ten years?
1: 2015,
0: 2015 so there you 15, go dude
1: perfect sense yeah no I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way we absolutely um, <laughs> had to give it to you
0: it was sam's idea no
1: thanks that punk that punk whenever he gets up here
0: <laughs> it was a
1: wrestle
0: uh, uh, yep it uh hey you in
1: the
2: state shirt for you
0: yeah i am i actually am a little bit yeah, i had to break right. it out nah um
1: you don't deserve that thing take it off
0: hey man <laughs> I, i'm I'm a fan of the sports. I had to wear something nice. different than normal stuff. Yeah. Uh, I had to break it out and, and get the cobwebs off of it. But yeah. um, <laughs> let's just go ahead and get into it. Jude, tell us who was on your 2015 roster that Penn State did not win.
1: All right. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Nah. So, all right. 2015 national championships. Um, I don't – oh, shoot. I was going to say where it's held, and then I completely – uh. Cle- completely forgot so never mind um but it goes like this 125 pounds nathan tomasello followed by cody brewer logan steber drake Hudeschelt, isaiah martinez alex derringer matt brown gabe dean kiven Gadson, and nick Wizdowski. held in st louis held in st louis thank you oh uh, uh, i mean of course like every other one is held in st louis so uh,
0: i just remember where i was sitting in the the giant blues logo behind me um so yeah st louis 2006. Who had the 2006 lineup? I did. All right, Earl, tell us.
3: All right, this was in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, We had Joe Dubuque at 125, Matt Valenti at 133, Nate Gallick, 141, Dustin Schlater, 149, 157, Ben Charrington, 165, Johnny Hendricks, 174, Ben Askren, 184, Shane Webster, 197, Jake Rochalt, and heavyweight Cole Conrad.
0: All right. Um, so, picking a starting place here again. Honestly, are we going to start at seventy-four again here, or where do y'all want to end it?
1: Um. No. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's. I. Th- I think seventy-four. I mean, Daringer hendrix is a really good match to end on. So. Heavyweight's
0: a good one too. Which
2: one? Heavyweights, a really good one too.
0: For sure. Twenty-five right.
1: is good too. Jeez.
0: Well, where should we start? Uh,
1: I vote
0: 74. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, let's start off with 74. Get it started without further ado. Um, 174 pounds is going to be Matt Brown from Penn State versus Ben Askren. Man, uh, this this is, is going to be fun to talk about. I think we kind of know which way we're going to lean here. Um, I, I still have a whole lot of hatred towards Matt Brown for losing my my bracket one year. Um,
1: oh, you picked him in uh for nope. your fantasy? So
0: I picked uh I picked brackets with my dad every year. And we've done it every year. I've won every single year except for two. So I think it's like six to two or something in the last eight years. Um this is one this is the first one that I lost. i had won five in a row. And we get down to the very last match being the Matt Brown versus Tyler Wilps finals match And he had Matt Brown, and I didn't have Wilps, but I had enough points to where he had to have Matt Brown win to beat me. And that was when Tyler Wilps got hit for uh, two penalty points in the last, like, 20 seconds of the match to lose a national title. Um, And I'm sure he's hurting way more than I am, but uh, I'm still a little (laughs) bit bitter about that one. Um,
2: Every once in a while I get hit with a wave of, like, sympathy for him and just be, like, so upset. Yeah. Like, in the national finals you just gotta be like
3: man
0: yeah dude that was rough um but let's get into it tell us a little bit about matt brown jude
1: yeah so matt brown this was his first uh yeah okay this was his first national um title um i have a question was he a walk-on at penn state um
0: I think I've heard something about that. I, th- yeah. I think
1: he I think he was not I think he might have been just a preferred walk on um because he maybe I mean he might have gotten like smoked by uh, Ed Ruth in the in the um in the wrestle off and nobody really knew who he was. Um but yeah, eventually, you know, kept going, kept going, kept going. Eventually won a title as a senior. Um and in a pretty you know, looking back, it was a pretty tough bracket. Um it had Kyle Krashmer, Mike Evans, Logan Storley, Zach Epperly, um, Wilps, obviously, uh, and Kokesh, Robert Kokesh. So a lot of a lot of really good guys in this 174, you know, um this whole period from like you know, twenty thirteen, twenty sixteen, one seventy-four. I mean, it's always been really good, but this was especially deep. Um, so yeah. Um no, yeah, that's that's Matt Brown. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh,
3: Earl, tell us a little bit about Ben. All right. So this was his junior season. Um, he went 45-0. and He had 25 pins this year, 61 for his career just at this point. Uh, he won the first of two Hodge trophies and was Missouri's first national champion at the tournament. He teched Travis Frick in the quarters, Mike Patrovich in the semis, and, ma- and major Jake Herbert 14-2. Um, Herbert had beaten Mark Perry nine to three in the semis, um, so that is uh, that's pretty much Ben Askren for you. Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh,
1: he's all right.
0: He's he's okay. He's an Funky all right one. wrestler. <laughs> I, uh, I see this match going just like it, it's going to be bonus points for me from Ben Askren. Um, it's just a matter of what we're talking about. I I like Matt Brown a lot. Um, but I think stylistically, I feel like if Ben Askren got a hold of Matt Brown, Matt Brown would not know what planet he was on. Um, I think just that uh, that scrambling ability and just funk. I I think it just really really clashes with how Matt Brown wrestled. Um, and I'm still deciding what bonus points I'm going with here because we're talking about arguably Ben's best year, 45 and 0. You know, all those pins, Hodge Trophy. I, <laughs> I don't know what to say here. Um, it, I, I'm interested to see what you guys got. Um, I'll kick it to Jack.
2: It's hard not to say pen, but I don't want to, like, skew the duel because that's a game changer. Um,
0: I, that's what I was thinking, too. But
2: I'm going to go pin Ben Askren because it's Ben Askren.
0: And that's what he did to people. <laughs> He's
2: He's <gonna> like,
0: <laughs> um Alright, cool. You made me feel better about myself. I'm going pin as well. All right. Uh Earl, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I got I got no problem with that.
0: All right. Ask him by pen, Seth, are you following suit or are you seeing it differently? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in with that. Jude,
4: you I look never, upset.
1: I would never pick a pin against the Nittany lion, but <laughs> I I would probably go major. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Oh. Major, I suppose. I don't know. Do I Do I have to agree for it to be a pin?
0: No, you don't, because it is majority rule, so it is already yeah, right. happening.
1: Awesome. Love it man. is already <laughs> happening
0: to you. Um, I
2: could see the other team getting some bonus.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it's it's going to happen. I'm
1: going
0: um, to put multiple hearts here. Oh, the
1: more The more, the merrier. <laughs> yep. Uh,
0: so that's a pin for Ben Askren, starting off this duel six to nothing. And I mean... Again, I, I'm with you. I hate saying it because I, I think that that's saying a lot, especially of pinning a, another national champ, but that's just what he did, man. That's absolutely what he did, and it's not crazy. Next one, 184 pounds, Gabe Dean of Cornell versus Shane Webster of Oregon. Um, we'll, we'll start off with Earl. Tell us a little bit about Shane Webster because I think most people know about Gabe Dean.
3: Yeah, so researching this, this annoyed me because you got two national champions from 2006 from programs that, been dropped since then, so I, mm. I, I don't like that. But uh, so Shane Webster went 37 and 1 this year, he became Oregon's first national champion since 1969. Um, he was all American as a sophomore, went 0 and 2 as a junior, then won the title as a senior. Um, he was the fifth seed, beat the fourth seed Joe Mazzurco in the uh, quarters. Beat Josh Glenn, the one seed in the semis. Glenn went on to win the national title at 97 the next year, and then he beat Roger Kish three to two in the finals. Uh, Kish was the Big Ten champion then. So um, there is Shane Webster.
0: All right, uh, Jude Gabe Dean.
1: All right, Destroyer so- of Worlds. Ooh, Destroyer of Worlds. So was this um, was this his sophomore year, Gabe Dean's?
3: Yes, I believe so.
1: Yeah. Sophomore year, this is his first NCAA title. He would make two more finals. Um, this, this bracket was, I mean, pretty ridiculous. And obviously, like, we all know Gabe D, And I'm not going to go on too long about it. But this bracket um, in particular was – I want to pull it up to make sure I don't get it completely wrong. But, I mean, he beat Brown. There's Vic Avery in there, um, Sammy Brooks, um, Kenny Quartz, Matt McCutcheon. Lots of lots of really good guys, um, within this, and there, there's a couple more. But, I mean, again, Gabe Dean, the man beat Ed Ruth. Um, <laughs> he was looking to be, uh, you know, get three more. Get be a, he would have been a three-time national champ, um, not for for Bo Nickel. But, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton else to say. So,
0: absolutely, there's there's one dude standing in the way of him being a four-time finalist, and that's Ed Ruth somebody he beat that year. And then, uh, you know, like you said, Bo, Bo Nickel beat him uh, to deny his third title. So, um, you know, being a, a loss to Ed Ruth and a loss to Bo Nickel away from a potential four-timer um, is, is pretty, pretty crazy. Um, not saying that, you know, he's at that level. But, you know, those two losses are the, are the losses that stopped that. Stop that. Uh, I think it's always interesting yeah. to go back and look at those guys that are, you know, really close or a couple matches away to being, being in that, that light. Um, but I, I'm going to kick it somebody else to, to start it off. So Seth, what are you thinking? Um,
4: so this was Gabe Dean's sophomore season. This was Webster's, which year? It was his senior year. It was a senior year. Man, I'm going to go Webster. He's got, he's, uh, out in Oregon a program that's dropped, man. He did something really special for that program and they're pretty similar on paper, you know, both got a title. And what was Webster the year before?
3: Uh, he was open two the year before. And I think he was, uh, maybe fifth or sixth as a sophomore. Yeah.
4: So they got similar at this point. So I'm gonna go Webster.
0: Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Gabe Dean. Um, Looking back at it, Gabe Dean has a career record of 155 and seven. I know we're not talking about his last two years, um, but in his sophomore campaign, he was 42 and two, uh, 55% bonus. Shout out to Wrestlestat for being my brain a lot of the time, um, hmm. but he he was really dominant this year, and I'm gonna go Gabe Dean. Jack, what are you feeling?
2: Just in terms of the bracket this year, I think 06 was tougher. Um, Josh Glenn, Roger Kish, uh, Ben Whistle was tough. Um, I'm gonna go Webster. I I think that 2015 184 um, isn't um, isn't a standout weight class and so just in terms of com- like toughness of the weight i'll go shane webster
0: but does the 2006 bracket have a guy of ed ruth caliber that uh that gabe dean beat at one point
2: mm-hmm. uh, no but like how many Ru- ed ruth cal- ed ruth's not in the 2015 weight class yeah
0: no but i'm saying at this point in his career gabe dean had beaten ed ruth and, and so that's obviously his best one match. Yeah, yeah but, well, you know, I, I get to pick what I say. Hey, right. Gabe Dean also <laughs> lost to Nolan
4: Boyd. Are we talking about that?
0: Uh, yeah. What year was that?
4: Twenty fifteen or sixteen? It might be. Well, 16. if it was sixteen, then I it didn't happen.
2: Hey, you've been
0: so. all you've been doing is. Yeah, but
2: that makes it TV. worse. Almost. <laughs> you've been talking
0: about all better, Gabe Dean's career. All right, Earl. A tough
3: one. He's young.
0: Um.
3: I've got to go with Gabe Dean. Um, you know, I thought the the weight classes were kind of similar, and uh, this particular year, I think Dean just had a bad day at uh, in Vegas and lost two matches, and then uh, didn't lose for the rest of the year. So uh, I got to go with Dean.
2: That All Vegas trip is hard, especially going from East Coast to West Coast. It's like a long flight, and yeah it's terrible one time i had to do it at 3 a.m and then wrestle i wrestled the next day
0: yeah well all i gotta say is uh the red eye home it is never a good idea to drink because i thought i went to the rose bowl one year and i took the red eye home so i got on the plane at like twelve thirty at night and i can't sleep on planes at all just it doesn't happen and so I thought, all right, let's go sit at the bar for a couple hours and then get on the plane. Surely I'll be able to fall asleep. Um, one of the worst decisions I've ever made. That was five hours of being nauseous and intoxicated, and it was awful. So, yeah, those, those flights are not great.
4: No, I
2: but, took the rest uh, home, and I was in a weird place. I was wearing sunglasses in the airport, and just yeah. like, yeah, it was, it was bad. I felt like I want to throw up the whole time.
0: It's not good. Not a good day for me. Um, but Jude it's coming down to you. So Gabe Dean oh, or Shane Webster decide oh. this for us.
1: Gabe Dean, bro. <laughs> no, I'm picking Dean, dude. I'm I ain't I ain't playing around. Man beat right. Ed Ruth, all right. He beat Ed Ruth. Uh, enough said. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's not gonna be a blowout or anything like that. Um but I'm I'm confident that I pick Gabe Dean here in this match. So.
0: all right. Gabe Dean moves on, or gets the win for 2015. We're going to move on to 197 pounds, Kyvin Gadson versus Jake Rochelt. Um, This is the second time we've seen Jake Rochalt, and I'm interested to, to hear what people got to say about it. So, uh, Earl, do you want to start us off and tell us a little bit about these
3: guys? Sure. This was his uh, Rochalt's third title. Um, he had lost in the Big 12 finals to B.J. Payton from Nebraska back when they were in the Big 12. Um, so that gave him the fourth seed. Uh, he ended up pretty dominant at the tournament beating Joel Flaggart from Oklahoma, I think four or five, nothing in the quarters. Then he pinned uh, future UFC champion, Chris Weidman in the, uh, the semis. Weidman was a un- unseated guy. And then he dominated Phil Davis 10 to three in the finals. Um, this bracket, the top three seeds all lost in the quarters. So he was the highest seated guy from there on out, and uh, that's about it.
0: All right, Jack, what are you feeling about about this one?
2: This version of Kyvan Gadsden will not lose. I've got to go. Yeah, I've got no, to go. I, <laughs> get the man some ice cream. Get
1: the man some ice cream. Get him some ice
2: cream. Seriously,
3: man. Now
1: here's the question: Would Jake Roachalt go upper body with him? Would he even play that game?
3: I th- I think he had a little bit of upper body stuff, so I could see him going there with him.
1: Yeah, well, then it's all over. You got that body lock, step around knee block. It's done.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. It's I don't know about this. I I think that as great as Gadsden was this year,
1: it's not like he beat Kyle Snyder or anything. Oh wait, he uh he definitely okay. did.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I would have loved to see that match actually play out without the – I mean, it was an awesome throw. It was it was incredible. It was a really, really cool match to watch, and to be in that atmosphere was awesome. Um, but I would have loved to see it play out and see what would have happened. Um, but I'm going to go Rochal here. Uh, I just think this is his third national title. The dude was insanely good at this point, and um, I got to go Rochal.
1: You're, you're a goon. Seth, yeah.
0: what are you thinking? <laughs> Give me Gatson man. I love that.
1: <laughs> I
4: like watching that, dude. Give me Gatson. I know hey. he's catching him. He's freaking going upper body, and he's going for it.
2: Get all three of us. Quick.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
4: <laughs> all right. So. Some upsets, so we can't always just go by the book, man. Who's left with our, our
0: votes? Right. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Gatson too.
3: Hey!
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, Good
0: man. You guys Good are man. all just picking this man. Oh, my God. No way. Three-time national man. champ. Ice cream. That's all we got to say.
2: Three-time national like, They're kind of weak. He's amazing, and I don't want to take away anything from him. But Kyrie Gadsden and oh, Kyle Snyder in the finals, and Kyle Snyder went on that same year to be a world champ. The same – Year.
1: Same year. A oh. few months later.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh no.
2: World <sighs> champ, Kyle Snyder. Pen.
0: <sighs> Whatever. All right. Well, it's decided. I'll uh I'll I'll take it like a man and move on. Oh, oops. You put it on the wrong guy. Yeah, I'm man. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> but, uh, all right. Heavyweight matchup: Nick Gwzdowski versus Cole Conrad. Um, I know Jack was super excited to talk about this one. So, uh, do you want to do you want to start us off with your thoughts on it, Jack?
2: Man, I don't I don't know where I'm gonna go. Which which title is this for Gwiz? Two. This is his second. Oh, dang, this is Conrad's first, I believe. Oh man, Cole Conrad beat Steve Mako in the final here. I don't know. I, I really don't want to start us off here. I wanted to like listen and then make my
0: decision. All right. Well, Jude, tell us some background on Nick Wistowski.
1: Man, this was his senior year. He was a two-time champ, four-time AA. He beats Adam Kuhn in this match, 76. Um, or, yeah, one second. I'm sorry. I want to just pull up the bracket. Yeah, beats Adam Kuhn, seven to six. Crazy match. He also beats um, Connor Medberry, too. In this match, so or not, this match, this bracket. I mean, Gwiz went on to have a phenomenal freestyle career, um, and you know, had an incredible, um, folk style career as well. Big guy, fast, um, but he can all you know, he has a lot of good techniques as well. So, but Jack, Seth, Earl, Jacob, someone Earl,
3: Cole Conrad, (laughs) right? So, Cole, Cole Conrad was, uh, Big dude, kind of like uh, Adam Kuhn, maybe not quite as athletic, but uh, he beat Mako three times that year after Mako was the Hodge Trophy winner the previous year and had beaten him three times. Um, his tournament was uh, – he was the one seed. He beat Mike Foss from Virginia Tech 4-0, beats Kane Velasquez in the semis by tiebreakers, and uh, then beats Mako in tiebreakers as well that year
0: yeah Uh, man i i'm gonna kick it off i i know that there's both these guys have a lot of really good wins um but i'm gonna favor the more athletic heavyweight um i'm I'm gonna go with nick wazowski here Uh, i just think that he was kind of one of the first ones in that wave of more athletic guys versus just the, the giant heavyweights um and, you know, obviously Conrad was athletic and good as well, but I think that was just had a little bit more, um, as far as that era go, or that, that kind of style is, uh, concerned. But I also have a little bit of a Nick was story. He, uh, actually know him decently. Well, um, worked over at NC state for a summer and got to know him pretty well. And he came out to one of my high school, one of my practices I was running and ran a practice for me. Uh, it was really cool, but, uh, he was in there teaching and all of a sudden I look over at the door and I realized there's like 10 people standing at the door watching. And, you know, I'm in North Carolina, right? We're not in Ohio or, or Pennsylvania or a big wrestling state. And so, you know, nobody even really cares about wrestling. Um, But it's all the football coaches standing there watching at the door. And I like look over and the head coach is like, Hey, come here, come here. And I walked over and he's like, is that who we think it is? Like, who do you think it is? is that nick wazowski national champ over nc state and they were all like totally fangirling at the door like it was it was crazy um they were amazed that he was there it was really cool but (laughs) anyways yeah i'm gonna go with nick Wisdowski. we'll move on to seth
4: yeah i'll jump in here so i was a huge cole conrad fan growing up um I loved watching him. I, yeah, he was one of my favorite, man. When he beat Mako, that, that was awesome. I would go to the duels and watch him. And he was always the guy that you knew it came down to. Team needed a pin. He'd get it done. And um, with all that being said, I'm going with Nick Kwizdowski, Um Because I don't know, man. The things that Wisdowski can do for being a heavyweight is just unreal. And I think that stylistically, those two wrestle that if they get in scramble positions or you know quiz does something that puts him into a position he's not necessarily used to i think that quiz comes out on top in that and uh yeah this is one of the matches i'd pay, i'd pay money to watch this match today and i think this would be a crazy one but i think it just slightly favors quiz in the in, in those types of situations unless uh conrad you know pins this dude or you know catches him and
1: was quiz ever pinned in college what's that? was quiz ever pinned in college
4: I doubt
0: it. Uh, I doubt it would have had to be his freshman year if it happened, but I, I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. That's
4: what yeah, so that I remember. Me, I sat at second on Gwiz there.
1: All right.
0: Give me Gwiz. Gwiz. Jack.
2: Uh, I think I'm ready. So I actually have fangirl moments with both these guys. When I won my ACC title, I was like in the stands. I went to go say hi to my parents, and Gwiz goes, Dude, you looked awesome. And I was like, oh, Thanks. <laughs> and like, <laughs> And then Cole Conrad, I went to watch uh, Oklahoma State versus Minnesota at Oklahoma State when they did the duel. And uh, I wanted to see Mako because, like I said earlier, I'm a huge Mako fan. And Cole Conrad comes up, and my dad's like, hey, Cole Conrad, what's up? And I was like, like, as a child, (laughs) he took a picture, signed an autograph. I still have the picture. I got to find it. But Cole Conrad cut to heavyweight. Um, He was huge. Huge, the biggest, one of the biggest heavyweights. Um, three wins over Mako versus Guiz, who wrestled Tony Nelson, um, and that was like his, his biggest win, I
1: think. Coon's pretty good uh, too.
0: Ed
2: think Conrad's a better version of Tony Nelson, so I'm gonna go Cole Conrad.
1: Would you? Yeah, I mean, Coon is a really big heavyweight as well.
2: Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. It's just a different day and age, for sure. I feel like right. heavyweight is the big guys, the big guys, the guys who play football. Um, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah, I think he's for sure. Athletic enough to to beat him, but I also think Conrad's big enough to stop his athleticism.
3: Mm. Earl, end it for us. Yeah, I have to go with Quiz. Uh, just if we're if we're going with uh, Conrad's senior season, then I, I may pick him. But Quiz. Um, You know, he beat uh, Adam Kuhn, he beat Tony Nelson's, uh, you know, he he could have success against these big boys.
0: Yep. All right. Well, we have Nick Wisdowski moving on to the next round and we're going to circle back around to the top where we have Nathan Tomasello versus Joe Dubuque. Um, we'll, We'll go ahead and kick that one off with Jude telling us about Nathan Tomasello.
1: All right, Nathan Tomasello, Ohio State. This was his freshman year um, at 125 pounds. Uh, the following years, he would go on to um, All-American three more times um, at 133, 133, and then back down to 125. Um, and he would take third place those following three years. But this year, um, he comes out as a freshman. And let me pull it up. I want to get what C he is. Excuse me. Uh he was the four seed. Um, the four seed. Thank you, um, Jack. And um, yeah, four seed in this, and he ends up having a crazy tournament. Um, you know, he gets a, a, a win over Alan Waters um, in the semifinals, and then uh, a win over Zeke Moisey in the finals. But this bracket is kind of ridiculous. I'm just gonna say some names, but it's so it's Gilman, Waters, Moisey, Nayshawn Garrett, Joey Dance, Jesse Delgado. David Terrell, uh Timmy Lambert, our, our buddy, um, Ethan Lezak was in here, Conway and my, my good friend, Josh Rodriguez. So lots and lots of, uh, of you know, talents packed into this one little bracket.
2: Did um, you say Bresser too? Ronnie Bresser's in it too.
1: Oh, shoot. I did not even see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bresser, dude, wild. And, uh, you know, he, he, it starts off like, so you really... Um, you know, good career for, for NATO and now he's looking to have a good freestyle career. And um, so, yeah, it's one twenty
0: All right. And 2006, Joe Dubuque for Earl. All
3: right. Joey D he was uh, winning. He won his second title this season. Um, he was Indiana's first multi-time state chair, state champion national champion since 1935 and 38 when Charlie McDaniel did it. I'm sure we all remember that. Um, in the finals, he beat Troy Nickerson 8-3, to three, and um, this was before Cornell did the uh, Ivy League shirt. So uh, uh, Troy Nickerson was a true freshman. It looked kind of like a man against a boy, uh, those two wrestling. Um, his only loss of the year came to Kyle Ott in tiebreakers, the Big Ten semis. Ott was the two-time runner-up. Um, at the tournament in the quarters, uh, Dubuque beat uh guy who's Cal State Bakersfield's assistant coach, Luke Smith, uh, six to four. And then he beat our friend Sam Hayeswinkle, the two seed in the semis, two to one.
0: All right. Man, I – this one is definitely a swayable one for me. Um, but, ah, God, I, I don't know, man. I mean – I'm going to need another second. Does anybody have their their pick ready to go? It. All right, Jack. I
2: just think his route was tougher. Who would you say? Dubuque. I got Dubuque. I think his route was tougher. Mm.
0: Was yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to have to go Nato just because I've watched more of his matches and I know a little bit more of what I'm picking. And I'd rather uh, – stick with what I know um I and I I, that's 100% recency bias just 100% but I'm gonna have to pick NATO in this match
3: all right what are you thinking Earl um I have to go with Dubuque um you know Thomasello is always kind of a big physical guy and I don't think uh you know he's not going to push around Joe Joe Dubuque as a senior yeah
1: sure he was a freshman in this
0: yeah, I, I agree. I, I was leaning Dubuque and I just I was trying to find something in my head to, to go the other way, but I think it's Dubuque. He watching that two thousand six finals match with Troy Nickerson, who was also a national champion. Um he beat him I think eight to three was the score and it was it was kind of a, a butt whooping. Um he he looked really good, man. Really good. It was it was a good match to watch. If you haven't seen that one, I would definitely go back and watch it. Um but he – I just – I can see Joe Dubuque winning this one, just the, the offense and – I don't know. I, I, I got Dubuque. I'll, I'll move on and stop talking. I'm talking myself. Nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. Good but radio,
0: Jacob. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> 133 pounds, Cody Brewer of Oklahoma versus Matt Valenti of UPenn. Um Start us off with, with Matt Valenti, Earl.
3: All right, so Matt Valenti went 36 and 2 this year. Um <clears throat> he let's see, had a 24 match win streak there um at the NCAA tournament, he pinned the 11 seed Robbie Preston in the quarters. Uh no, I'm sorry, in the round of 16 he beat the Big 10 champion Tom Clum in the semis. Uh, the quarters, I'm I'm getting confused. Then we got the number three, uh, Nathan Morgan from Oklahoma State, who he beat in the semi, 7-3. He beat Chris Flieger for the title. It was kind of a, a weird match where he actually won without getting a takedown. He won three to two uh, with a reversal, and he wrote him out in the second period. So mm. uh, it, was, it was kind of an awkward match. He actually won two national titles without getting a takedown in either match.
1: Whoa! <laughs> kind of weird,
3: weird fact. That's kind of Man. bizarre.
0: Um, and you said, was this his first or second national title?
3: Uh, his first title.
0: This is his first. Um, and on the other side, Cody Brewer, Jude, listen.
3: Right, so
1: Brewer is a junior uh, in 2015, and um, this was his first first national title of, uh, but he, this is his third All American. He went seventh, eighth first third You take third as a senior this is the year he beats Corey clark in the finals but also in this um this bracket you know so there's clark but there's also gulabon and dicamillo richards um and our our good buddy mason beckman is also in this bracket so um brewer would go on to uh to have a really good um you know finish his career uh obviously taking third, he really good wrestler and um yeah so i guess that's as Cody Brewer, I can't believe I I said as one of his credentials, I said he was a really good wrestler. Um, that's that's. He he uh, was that um, yeah. he was that. I'm sorry, I'm a little I'm a little fried at the moment, but you're good.
0: Does anybody remember what his regular season was like this year? Because I think that every time you think of 2015, Cody Brewer, you just think of the absolute beatdown he put on people in the national tournament.
3: He was injured most of the year. I think he was only like thirteen and one or something like that coming into the tournament. Well.
0: Yeah, because he quit <clears throat> in the middle of the year. Yeah, well, he, good thing whoever got him back. That's a <laughs> that's a asset to the Oklahoma staff over there. But he uh, he came into that tournament and just blew the doors off of people and and destroyed everybody, um, and. I'm gonna jump in and go Cody Brewer. He was on
4: fire that tournament. He was destroying dudes. I remember I wrestled this dude and freaking it might have been the next year, but I wrestled this dude in freestyle. This dude messed me up and freaking real quick. Uh <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, he's strong for for 133, man. I'm going Cody Brewer.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Earl, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know very many people that are, would have beaten Corey Brewer during this tournament. I got to go with him. Yeah.
2: I'll go next. He majored Johnny DeJulius, majored George D Camillo, majored Chris Dardanes and beat Corey Clark. And that match is weird. He takes he him destroying. down. Time, and somehow Corey Clark gets one takedown and it's a three point match. Um, Cody Brewer.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to follow suit. It's, just, yeah, that, that tournament he had was just unstoppable. Jude, what are you thinking?
1: It's Cody Brewer. <laughs> it's gotta be Cody, Cody Brewer. Um, so that's who I'm picking.
0: All right. And we're all going just by decision.
2: I would down with a major, but that's just me.
0: Is anybody else I'll stick with decision?
1: Yeah. Give me decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick with I decision. Um, I think the uh, the, the puss is messing with Jack down there.
1: Oh my God. He majored
2: gosh. literally everyone.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> True, I mean, but.
2: I don't feel bad. He, he, to the out, finals. But, he took, like, took down Cody, uh, Corey Clark at, at will. He majored everyone else. He pinned his first round opponent. He got bonus like crazy. And I think a guy like Matt Valenti, who didn't get takedowns, would have a real hard time. Hard time dealing with a guy like Cody Brewer that was just taking people down letting them up taking them down letting them up I think it's a bad matchup and uh I stick with my major decision
0: all right um well we'll go ahead and move down to the next one that is a, a win for Cody Brewer and that's going to untie our score so it will be 12 to 9 in a minute when I get to it um but 141 pounds Logan Steeber versus uh Nate is it Gallic? yep Nate Gallic um uh, this is Steber's fourth title at this point um he won the hodge trophy in 2015 as shown by our little star um, but jude anything else you got to say about logie bear at this point in his career
1: man there's uh there's not too much to say i wish we kind of got it. we could i wish we could get him on for the show again cuz he was pretty awesome to talk to when we had him earlier um, yeah hodge trophy year fourth national title um, he beat Mitchell Port, who went to my high school. Um, in the national finals, Devin Carter was here. Kevin Jack, Ashnault, Le'Veon, Mays. So, um, at the time, there wasn't a ton of talent, but a lot of these guys in the future would, um, you know, would end up being really good wrestlers, or you know, have have the credentials. So, yeah, I guess that's uh, Logan Steber.
0: I think a good thing to say about Steber too is like not only was he a four-time national champ, but the dude has a hit list. I mean, look at the dudes he beat along the way, those four years, um, you know, Zane, J.O. Mitchell Ports, one of the best to never do it. Uh, Devin Carter, the, the dudes that Tony Ramos, <laughs> um, these guys are, are the real deal. And so it's pretty hard to, to get anyone to pick anyone over Logan Stieber, but, uh, Give us the case for Nate Gallick, Earl.
3: All right, so he was the Hodge Trophy runner-up this year. Was undefeated, thirty-five and zero. We talked about Tion Ware earlier. Um, they had rivalry uh, over the last couple years of their career. He lost to Ware two thousand five in the finals. He beat him this year. Um, he also beat him in the Big Twelve finals and the duel. He was the OW at the Big 12s. His uh, tournament consisted of a quarterfinal win over Brandon Rader from West Virginia, and then uh, Andy Simmons, uh, Nick's brother, four to two in the semis. Um, so that's you know he he was an incredible defensive wrestler. Um, you know, pick his pots spots to score, but you know I can't go against Logan Stever.
0: Yeah, Seth, yeah, I- what are you
4: feeling? Yeah, I mean, I you got to go Logan Steber, man. He was one of the best at the weight class, all you know, past for a long time, best of all time, maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think the bigger question, you know, a lot a lot of guys, you'd give Logan Steber, even a lot of national champs, you give him bonus points against. I think that's hard to do against Gallic. He had such a good season that year, uh, close to a Hodge Trophy, so. I'm gonna go Logan Stever decision, but uh, like I said, a lot of other guys that he wrestles, even though they're national champs, you got to give him bonus.
0: I'll agree with you, um, oh, Logan Stever for sure. Uh, I I feel the exact same way about bonus points. I think uh, throughout this tournament, I'm gonna be picking Logan Stever for a lot of bonus points, um, but especially you know fourth year Logan Stever. But um, you know, 35 and 0, gallic was was on a mission and. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him uh, a regular decision. Um, Jack or Jude, jump in.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm just gonna go Logan Steber, and I might actually pick Major just because he is. Uh, oh my gosh, is he mean on top? He's just he's like, especially in recent memory, like you know you're thinking of mean wrestlers like obviously Metcalf is there, Zayn is there, like Logan Steber was just brutal, especially on top. So. Um, I'll pick I'll pick Logan, and if you guys want to, I definitely consider major. Um, I don't know, just because see what he can do to the field.
0: Jack,
2: I'm gonna go Logan. Uh, I'm gonna say definitely not a major. Um, I think that if I look at a list and and see the 141s in this tournament, it's gonna be hard for me to pick against Nate Gallic, other than um, other than Steber this Steber. Um, maybe even a junior C Brad pick Nate Gallach. I mean, this guy was was unreal. Um, had wins over very good guys, was pretty much the only guy that could beat Tian Weiher. Um yeah, so I mean, if two thousand six moves on, I could see myself picking Nate Gallach the rest of the way.
0: All right. Well that wraps up one forty one. We'll move on. 149, Drake How to from Missouri versus Dustin Who to Versus Dustin Schlater of Minnesota. Um, Earl, fill us in on Dustin Slater.
3: Dustin Schlater, he was that dude. He was that freshman that everybody gets swept up in. Uh, back in 2006, he lost early in the year to Mike uh, Mark DeSalvo from Central Michigan. I think it was at the Journeyman Duels, and went on a 65-match winning streak. He ended up beating uh, DeSalvo later in the year. He beat. Esposito, who was the returning national champion twice that year, then at nationals he majors um, Eric Tannenbaum in the quarters. He beats Matt Storniolo, uh, Oklahoma, in the semis five to one. Then he shuts out Ty Eustis four nothing in the semi or in the championship. And uh, Eustis had beaten Esposito in the other semi.
0: Yeah. All right. So Jude. Other side of things. Tell us about Drake.
1: All right. Drake Houdichelt, um, from Missouri. He was fifth and sixth beforehand. Um, and then this year, I believe senior year. Um, is that correct, Earl? Yes, it is. Yeah, senior year. Um, he, he goes out with a bang, um, gets on top. This is 149. Um, and he beats he beats David Habit, um, Villa Longa. But like Sorensen and Hunter Sieber were also here in this bracket. Um, yeah, Shell had a had a good overall career. Never really was on top until um his senior year. And um I want to say it was what was it kind of cuz it got opened up. Like wasn't there a lot of guys in front of him the the previous year and um they graduated. He was actually
0: correct. he was actually the one seed as a junior the year before, I believe.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And what did he not he didn't he not place that year? Was that the year he uh was was that a year he bombed? I might be completely incorrect on this one, guys. I'm, I'm sorry, but
0: um, no, you're good. Uh, does that I'm, sound I'm, right to you or no? I can't remember exactly what happened, but I I do know I think that he you,
3: was fifth that year, fifth or sixth that year. Yeah, I didn't know he
0: was the favorite, and I believe that was the year Sertus beat him. Um, and Sertus went on to win a national title as a freshman. And
2: Sertus um, beat him. That is it.
0: Cool. My mind does not betray me often or mm-hmm.
4: yeah. whatever um right.
0: but yeah this match for me I, I think that it's another one where we're we're discussing more of the bonus points um you know i i, I got slater and I, i'm gonna go major decision with later i'm
4: gonna jump in and second that i got slater man that dude was yeah. so good that year He went on such a good streak and uh he was just tearing dudes apart you know he. Yeah, you know, I don't know. what He might have been playing with injuries the rest of his career, but that year he was unreal, one of the best freshmen ever. So I'm going Dustin Schlater.
0: And I believe this is, like, what I was talking about earlier. I think this was the year that that Schlater beat up on uh, Esposito. Yep. So, Earl, what are you thinking? Yeah,
3: yeah, give me Schlater. Um, if you want to say major, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but uh, I'm definitely going Schlater.
1: Yeah. All give me uh give me Schlater and I'll pick major
0: Jack. I'll go Schlater.
2: I, I don't think it'd be bonus. Both these guys were low scoring guys. Um, how to shell, who to shell, however you want to say it um, would win close matches. Dustin Schlater would win close matches. Um, yeah. I don't think it's bonus, but I like, like Seth said, I'll, I'll agree with that. I think he's one of the best freshmen of all time. Um, for sure. He was plagued by injuries after this year. And uh we didn't get to see him a hundred percent after this. I
4: mean, Yeah, Steph- so I I actually know Schlater really well. He actually uh was our freestyle coach at Apple Valley during him while he was at wrestling in Minnesota, so he's a really good dude and yeah, it was just I think injuries and just couldn't couldn't get back to where he was. But yeah, he's an he's an awesome <laughs> dude and yeah, he's
1: yeah, he killed it, man. Was it was his injury was it concussion? <sighs>
4: I forget. He doesn't talk about it too much. I, I think he's like he, one of those dudes like who doesn't like, like to make excuses. But I think right. everybody knew there was something after that year. I think
1: he he sat down with Bader, um, not that long ago, and uh, and they talked about, I because I, I think he was he was one dude who had suffered like concussions. Um, at least that's that's my understanding. And again, take it with a grain of salt because yeah, yeah.
0: Well, oh, yeah. well, well um, at, at least. Three of us and possibly four with Earl have major decisions. So um, we put four points on the board for 2006. That moves us to a 15 to 13 score with two matches left. Um, and actually, before we get to the next match, we have breaking news. I don't know if you guys have seen it on Twitter or not, um, but uh, Mark Hall is on the move. He is going to the uh, PRTC with uh, pen and, and uh, Coach Slay over there. So Mark wow. Hall is is no longer a, a nitty lion. Oh, um, exactly. Well he will forever be a nitty lion, but he is uh he is now uh, at UPenn. So
4: wow. him and
0: Slay uh, that
4: doesn't surprise me. Him and Slay are super, super close. So Yeah.
2: Yeah, Slay coached him in Colorado whenever he did the uh the athlete program over there.
4: Yep, yeah, and all the world
0: championships, Slay was always in his corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I'm excited to see that. Um I'm I'm really excited to see that. I think that he's kind of one of those guys that people always talk about, uh being like a tweener with weight classes, right? uh maybe kind of a seventy nine ish guy. Um, but I'm interested to see how his his career unfolds and where he goes for for that. Yeah, man. He's
4: he's a much better freestyle wrestler than he is folk style. So I'm excited to see what he does.
2: Yeah. Sure. I think we could be hearing a few more people going to Penn. Um they were recruiting me, and uh, uh, they were throwing around some names that I was like, don't really think you'll get him? And, I mean, Mark Hall was one of them. And so um, I think in the future we could be hearing some more people going there.
1: I have a question. Do, uh, do you think Gable will stay at Minnesota? I mean, like – For, like, this year? or No, no, no. I mean, like, after he's done. I mean, I could see Gable going to, to Penn, right? So he's tight with Mark, isn't he?
4: I don't know. I think Gable's got big, bigger. I think UFC, WWE realistic for him. So I think he's going to be
0: trying to make big bucks right out of college. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get back to this thing so we can wrap it up. Uh, We've already been talking for a long time and I can talk all day, but um, listening to a, this long of a podcast is, is can, can take a long time. So uh, 157 pounds, Isaiah Martinez, uh, versus Ben Charrington of uh, Boise State. Is that how you say it, Charrington?
3: Yeah, that's correct.
0: All right. So, uh, Earl, tell us about Ben Charrington.
3: Yeah, so you may have seen him a couple weeks ago. He's uh, one of Justin Gagey's uh, coaches. So he was in his corner at the UFC fight. He coached him at Northern Colorado. Um, Ben went 20-0 this year. I think he was injured in the early portion of the year, so he didn't really have that many quality wins. So he got the fifth seed at Nationals. Um, he was part of a bracket that really kind of blew up, and uh, all four of the top seeds were out before the quarter – or the semis. Um, he beat Mike Chandler in the quarters pretty handily, 8-1. to one. He beat Joe Johnston, 8-3, uh, to three, and then he beat Brian Stith, in the finals. Um, and that was, uh, he beat him in the pack. It was pack 10 at that time, uh, pack 10 finals as well. Um, so yeah, he, I think his, uh, his finals match maybe was a four point decision, which was the closest match of, uh, his tournament.
0: All right. And on the other side, Isaiah Martinez, Jude.
1: I mean, we all know Imar. Everyone knows Imar. So this was his freshman year. Um, and he would end up uh, making three more finals appearance after this. Um, and, you know, I mean, what can I say? <laughs> there's not there's not a lot to say. He beats Brian Robuto, James Green. Um, also in this, you know, this bracket was, you know, um, Dylan Ness was here, and um, obviously, like, just a lot of really, really talented guys. But what was cool about this year for, for Isaiah Martinez was, you know, he had this crazy freshman season and he was, you know, really dominant. I mean, he majors Brian Robito in the finals and, um, and everyone's just like, what is he going to do these next, you know, three years. And for a while, like nobody thought he was gonna, <laughs> I mean, uh, even like with, when he was wrestling Chenzo and, and Nolf, um, like people still thought he could be a four-timer and he, he could. Right. Um, so I, I mean I've i I've always been a fan of of Imar and he's you know, he's right there knocking on the door against JB and uh and Dake and them at seventy-four KG. So he's he's looking to be um a real consistent guy for Team USA here in the in the near future.
0: Yeah. And I mean, looking back at Imar's career, I mean, the guy I believe off the top of my head, I think he had three career losses. Um he lost to Nolf one time and then lost twice to Chenzo in the finals. Um but this is also his freshman year we're talking about and i think his freshman year possibly might have been his best year um he was undefeated national champion uh ran through everybody just the horsepower is unreal uh that i love that underhook series that that he kind of does oh. everything off of uh, i tend to teach it a lot in my practices and and i know i i love it myself and so I think it's important when you're talking about this to to take into account when you have like a, a freshman guy um versus an upper class guy. But I, I think freshman Imar is a different animal and, and he's insanely good at this point, possibly the best of his four years. And so I'm gonna pick Imar.
1: Yeah, I uh I'm with you, dude. I'm definitely taking Imar in this match.
4: Yeah, I got Imar too. He was so good that year. Talk about Dustin Schlater having a good freshman year. That's another one. Um Martinez was tearing dudes up that year and uh just the way he won nationals that year, I think you
0: gotta go with him.
4: Yep. Sure. Jack,
0: what are you feeling? Yeah, IMR. All right, Neural.
3: Yep, I'm I'm good with IMR as well.
0: Isaiah Martinez, are we going bonus or are we going just decision? Or should I ask, is anybody for bonus?
2: Mm, I'm I'm gonna say decision.
0: Cool. I'm good with that too. Okay. Um, all right. So Isaiah Martinez. What Dude,
1: last match? I said we're here.
0: All right. <laughs> yep, We are here. Oh my 100 gosh. It's been
1: a long <laughs> 165
0: pounds, Alex Daringer of Oklahoma State, uh, versus Johnny Hendricks of Oklahoma State as well. So the battle of the Cowboys, um man, this this is I think gonna depend a lot too on on what year each of these guys is easy these guys are um johnny hendrix earl can you start us off and tell us 2006 johnny hendrix
3: yeah we talked about him a little bit uh 29 and 1 this year he lost uh to bracamani of oregon and reno that was uh only loss he beat uh dan thompson from the citadel in the quarters 9-6 he had that match with uh moose from eight, uh, american 4-3 in the semis and then that crazy controversial match versus, uh ryan charela 9-8 in the finals um, aside from the controversies with Tirella, um, he was just all over him. It was a great comeback as far as him uh, getting some late takedowns and uh, wearing him out. Um, for me, I, I have to go with uh, Alex. Um, I think he probably could have won the Hodge this year. If no Stevers past credentials, then uh, you know, some people voted for him anyways.
0: All right. And Jude, tell us, Alex yeah. Deringer, where at this point in his career is he?
1: All right. This is his uh, junior year to my right. Am I correct there, Earl?
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Junior, junior yep.
1: year, he, this is his second title, and he would win another the next year, and the next year he would also be um, a Hodge Trophy winner. But this year, um, he has an extremely dominant NCAA tournament, beating – Taylor Walsh in the finals 14 to 7. Um he gets a tech fall in the quarterfinals over Jackson Morris and um and uh a decision over Bo Jordan um in the semifinals. six to one. Six to one. Right. Um yeah, it's not even a close decision. It is it is it is decisive. Um let's see. But I mean also in this bracket, there's just a lot of good wrestlers. Dylan Palacio um is there. Isaac, both Jordans, Isaac and Bo, Um and yeah, so definitely a uh, a tough bracket and I mean what what is there to say about Alex Taringer, right? We we all know who he is, so I won't I won't take up too much of uh too much of your guys' time.
0: All right. Um Earl actually had had to go real quick, but we are going to finish this one off and we will we'll make sure we look at the Twitter poll for our our vote if we decide to get there. Um, but yeah, I looking at these two dudes, especially in this year for me, it's Alex Derringer. Um, I think that just the dominance that Derringer had this year, he, he was one point away from a major decision in the finals and Hendricks, you know, is, is a very controversial, uh, right win in that finals. Um, looking at the two years side by side, I, I'm going to take Derringer in this one.
1: Ooh.
0: I second it.
4: I think yeah. I got
1: a lot of I got a lot of recency bias behind me on this one just because, I mean, seeing what Derringer's doing now, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Absolutely, but I'm gonna take Alex Daringer here in this match. All
2: yep. right, I'm going Daringer. I think 2005 Johnny's different. I think the next the next round that we'll see, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Johnny. But 2006 uh, too controversial.
0: Yep. All right. Well, we've got it down to the end and we are we have a 21 to 13 victory for 2015 um great duel ben ashkin really helped his team trying to trying to push him over the top and and get closer but wasn't able to to do it Um, 2015
1: teams brutal dude
0: 2015 is brutal is great i'm looking forward to that 2015 versus 2005 matchup um Gonna be a good one, man. I'm excited for the next episode. But thank you guys for coming on. Um, I really appreciate it. And, and Seth, Jack, it's always awesome. Jude, you're the man. Thanks for coming on and and researching. You, man, thank you for coming on so much because not only did you research a team that that might have been wrestling when you were in diapers, um, <laughs> you also dealt with us giving you the uh, only team that wasn't <laughs> a Penn State title. So, you uh, you battled through some adversity for us. So I'm just
1: glad one of my teams punched through, and then I can keep coming back on. So,
0: yeah, man, it's
1: it's my pleasure. And whenever you guys want me,
0: like, awesome for sure, man. You will be here again. Love having you. Um, But that's it for us. We're gonna go ahead and sign off. Uh, Let us know how you liked it, and tune in for the next episode where we will see the uh, the three and four seeds in their first round matchups. But that's it for us here. Thanks again. We'll see you later. Later, guys. Peace.